0: China versus America the decline and fall of western civilization Uh, it's been on the back burner all century which was the rise of China when will China become the dominant economic power in the world and when will it replace the American hegemony that has existed since world war ii and probably a little bit before and if you include uh, the previous global empire Great Britain the anglosphere being the world's dominant empire, probably from around Elizabeth I, certainly for the last few centuries, it's been the Anglosphere has been the dominant economic and military might of the world. A lot of that hoovering up most of Europe uh, throughout the last century, all being on the same sort of side. And then we had the biggest news story in the world, which is barely being focused on, which was uh, China brokering a peace deal between mortal enemies, Iran and Saudi Arabia, which is a generational geopolitical paradigm shift. The American and Anglosphere focus on Saudi and Israel and against specifically the Russian backed Iran and Syria, has defined politics and the world stage for some considerable time in fact it's not even this century go back to the european union and american support for Saddam hussein throughout the 1980s for his war against iraq when we supplied him with chemical weapons which is how we got the evidence because we actually did provide him with them um we've been fighting this war with the northern part of the middle east for decades now and china waltzes in without firing a shot and brokers a peace deal now it tells me an awful lot about where saudi arabia believed the future lies they've used america for a very long time most of their military hardware billions a year comes from america and it's led to an enormous build-up of uh, military hardware in the middle east and it becoming a flashpoint for global politics drawing a safe line between iran and saudi arabia was not on anyone's watch list it's an astonishing thing and we're barely reporting on it but trust me this is a once in a generation paradigm shift the timing of it is absolutely incredible i will do a piece i think later in the week on 4d chess being played in ukraine but it seemed to me like america had got everything it wanted and had sacrificed ukraine to get it america the uk and the eu nato the military industrial complex had got broadly what they wanted in um ukraine which was um the fact that the whole raft of new european countries and the current new nato countries will all be buying a lot more military hardware and after the gulf after the wars in iraq and afghanistan where everything had gone quiet and we thought that this american militarized version of global hegemony had faded it's come back with a vengeance and what we could see is a re- like almost a reverse iron curtain descend across europe where it becomes much more militarized and um, all of the countries bordering russia are now just spending large parts of their budget on military hardware because of the war in ukraine and even though that is a success for the military industrial complex it also shows the world that america does things by force and war and china hasn't resorted to doing so china is showing the world it does things through diplomatic relations and economics and we constantly lie to ourselves in the west that we are the world well we're seeing the rise of the BRIC nations which ironically includes russia and india and brazil and it might in the future include mexico and it might in the future include iran and uh, saudi arabia already the BRIC nations have an economy of 30 trillion dollars a year i think america's economy is uh, gdp america's is about 20 trillion dollars a year combined they're already ahead but they're all growing mega economies add people like uh, mexico into the list You have to ask saudi arabia what their plan is because it's rubbing america's noses in it a lot here so they must have some pretty solid reasons for going down this road they've been very happy to be militarized opposite iran for decades and using um american might and backup to basically oppose syria oppose well when they flipped on saddam (laughs) because he was their friend um, but it's been a status quo which has benefited the military-industrial complex and the hawkish Republicans in America for years. You know, and I'm no fool, Obama dropped just as many bombs on the Middle East as George Bush did. And what happened in Syria and what's still happening in Syria, at the moment in Syria, there are bombs falling on Syria from either Israel or America, and America is actually stealing oil from Syria, Um so it's painting a very interesting pattern to the world of continual militarized thuggish behavior the world policeman we heard so much about at the same time what's china isn't being accused of using military might anywhere at the moment at all Um, and it's soft touch diplomacy which has led to this secret deal coming out of nowhere Shows that a different world is possible and one where military build-up and war isn't the only answer. So I think that this is hugely telling. And the one thing in the future that we will have that will likely be an enormous impact on stresses on relations with countries is climate change. Climate change, population growth, and particularly where food is produced and who has access to it. And also fuel um but food production how that's going to impact um is the likely flashpoint of future wars fuel production has been the flashpoint of wars for years but food production will likely amp up massively and america can't fight this enemy america can fight russia because it doesn't have it isn't economically wed to russia like it is with china It's the biggest trading partner with China. Half a trillion dollars a year of Chinese goods go into America. America needs economically those hundreds of thousands of workers in Chinese factory building everything from the iPhone to God knows what. They can't really fight. And America has gone down the road of proxy wars often. And the proxy war between uh, the West in Ukraine and Russia is obvious for all to see. But how that will pan out in the future with the world's largest economy, which China will be soon, and with the world's largest economic bloc, which I expect the BRIC nations to be in about 10 years. War won't be fought with weapons as much as it was. Countries are too interlinked now for a global war. If we had a war with China and all of the trade was cut off to the west from China and vice versa the economic impacts would be too shattering to sustain any war anyway. So I do wonder if we're seeing the actual decline and fall of Western civilization at the moment. At the moment we have all the consumers, but with, eco- with economic neoliberalism dominating the West in Australia, in the UK and in America for decades, the buying power of the consumer has slipped massively. People can't afford to live whereas the middle class in China is rising massively and their consumer base in these countries like Brazil, China, Mexico is all rising. Ours is going down. We have much less disposable income in the West because we've let charlatans run riot over our economies for decades and the cost of housing and renting and everything else has gone drastically up. So, I do wonder if this is the most important story of the century. I believe it is, and uh, it's possibly the main bell ringing on the decline of Western civilization. Uh, From Fever A, from the feature album.